So we spoke about the fact that these are, there's a problem to do the act of counting, even when you're not trying to know the number, like what was going on in the Kohanim. What happens when you're trying to know the number? Then, of course, it becomes even more severe, and the use of fingers will not be considered that you're counting something different. Counting the yarmulkes probably will not be considered counting something different either. So if you're actually trying to get a count on something, it's much more severe. Again, because then there's two issues. You're getting a count, and you're doing the act. So it's only going to help to avoid when you're not trying to get to know the count, then doing the act. You could say by doing something else, by counting other items, it's not considered the act of counting. And in that situation, even fingers will be considered a problem of counting um, the people because they're being represented by their fingers. So when you need to know the number of something, number one, just for curiosity's sake, is absolutely usher. What happens if you need to know the number of something for something functional? You need to know how many guests you're going to be having to put out how many servings at a meal. A school needs to know how many boys they're having to set up desks, beds in a camp. Um, you're going on a trip, you have to do a count to know how many boys are coming with you to make sure to know how many boys are coming back with you. Uh, same applies by girls, by the way, as well. The bottom line is you can't count Jews in order to know their number. So if you're doing it for functional reasons, then there are some places that say, if it's just functional, I don't want to know how many children I have with me on a trip. I really couldn't care less how many. I just want to make sure I don't leave somebody behind. So functionally, the way to make sure I don't leave somebody behind or the way to make sure I have enough servings at a simcha is I have to know how many people are coming. But the point over there is not to know the number of people per se. Even so, that situation is considered a problem of counting. So if it's Litzayrach Mitzvah, like let's say you're making a Simcha, or let's say making a Minyan, then there's a good reason for the count, and it would be permitted if you do it through something else. So you tell everybody to give a little bit of tzedakah or some other item to create the count with, and then since you're not just coming to know the number, it's functional, then countings through some other item would be permitted. What is considered counting through another item? Again, we mentioned fingers is not a good enough. If you tell everybody, raise your hand so we can count you, that would be considered counting the person. Um, counting one shoe out of two, perhaps that would be okay. Again, when you're not trying to really get a count and it's just functional, that might be considered a davar acher. The proper way to do it is like we say in this week's parsha, which is through a maxiza shekel, giving it to a tzedakah. That does two things. Number one is you're counting through a davar acher, not the people themselves. And also it was lemitzvah because the coins were going to a higher cause to give towards the mishkan. So when you do have a mitzvah, let's say you need to make sure you have a minion. So you want to make a count. That's when it helps. I'm doing litzarch mitzvah. I don't really care about how many people I have. I just want to know if I do have a minion, if the shechin is here. That's considered functional for the sake of a mitzvah. And then, you don't count the people. You do or you could do or I've heard that from people. I don't know where it comes from. Even though, yes, there's 10 words to that. I think uh, generally people don't use that because there's concern you might be mentioning Hashem's name for nothing. 
Interestingly, the source to say Vani Barov Chastecha of actually comes from a sefer that Rashi wrote, and he doesn't even say that one person goes along and counts them Vani Barov Chastecha of like normally we do Hoshia Zanecha. Rather, when the people are there, people would call out, each person on their own would just call out. Vani, the next one will call out Barov, the next one will call out Chazdecha. Each one would just say their word. So nobody actually is counting them. It's just that when you get to the last word, you know you have a minion. Again, from this you see that even in that situation, when you're trying to get to a minion, for one person to use the Pasuk to count them, it's still a bit of a problem. Because you're trying to get a count to know if you have 10, and you have somebody actually counting them using words of a Pasuk. And that also, Be'etzim, is a problem, and that's why Rashi suggests that each person should just call out his word until you get to the last word so you know you have a minion. Another point to be made is that even if it's an approximate number, it is also still utzer. Let's say you're not going to count every single person, but you want to get a general number, so you're going to count the first 500 to come into a place. Anytime, even if it's approximate, it's still a zasser. Again, the activity is zasser, and even knowing an approximate sum is still considered zasser. This is what Rukhaim Knievsky's father, the stipler, writes. It's zasser even if it's approximate. So even though on Shabbos, an approximate measure is not considered measuring on Shabbos, but with regards to the problem of counting Jews, Jews don't count. You don't count other Jews, even if it's an approximate number.